RG3 will be on the Redskins. This is much more live with Aaron Judge. Yo, 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 yo. What's up? Yo, yo, what's happening? What's up? What's happening? Woo! We had a nice little hiatus last week. Last week. Last two weeks. We've had a yeah, we've had a nice little hiatus. It was like Super Bowl, end of season, wallow in our tears, get the strength to come back in the off season and start over, something. Yeah, we've never really done that. Like all of our six years of doing this. Yeah, this we, has nobody, been just. This has been, I think, the toughest. This might have been one of the toughest. This might be the toughest football season that I personally feel like that I've endured ever. Dudes. It's been tough. It's been tough. Yeah, in honor of that, John. In honor Ooh. of that. It's been really tough. It's been a tough, uh, you know. It's been a tough uh, row to hoe. It's been a very tough, tough hoe to row, man. It's been a tough hoe to row. Very, very tough. Tough hoe to row. <laughs> it's been a very tough 20 years, dude. 20 years ago? 20 years ago already? 20 years ago this month. 20 years ago the other day. It was 20 years ago today. Sergeant Gibbs taught the team to play. (laughs) They've been going in and out of style. All now for a while. Oh man, they suck. Oh my god. Sergeant Gibbs' lonely heart club man. Best football team of all time. Oh my, yeah, someone today was like, hey dude, I hooked up my Super Nintendo the other day and you could be the, <laughs> and you could be the 91 Redskins. And I was like, man, I wish we could be the 91 Redskins. Boy, best team, best team of our, best team of our lifetime. Best Redskins team of our lifetime. They were is so good. When, is that when that game would say, stay down, sucker? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was, I think that was a little bit beforehand. It was Who more was like, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> music like that and it wouldn't even have like words it would just have some bad graphic pop up and be like hi i'm bo jackson <laughs> like in 8-bit graphics no it had words it had words there was more than that dude this isn't like mike Tyson tyson's punch <laughs> out or something it was like that was back when it would be like um i mean even tecmo super bowl on the regular nintendo would be like ready set hut 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 until you actually hit the button Oh, that's different though. I'm talking about like in between like games and stuff. Yeah. I don't know, dude. So, do you want to play another team like in the bubble next to the guy's head and he's got a big smile? I don't know, but I got to tell you, you know, usually 
every Christmas for those of uh, those one and a half people that are listening. Half of you may not know that we have this thing called Aunt Kay's store in our in our house. And our dearly beloved and deceased Aunt Kay left along, left behind a number of items that end up usually in one of our houses for Christmas time. Well, this past Christmas <laughs> this past Christmas my mom, just, our mom still doles our, them out our as mom, gifts. Yes. Our, our mom. Oh my. And Aunt, Aunt, like Kay is, Aunt Kay has been gone for over 10 years, too. Keep going. Right. So anyway, this, <laughs> this year, this year, you know, these are gifts like rusty fingernail clippers and um, uh, mustard-stained sweaters, various <laughs> various items like that. I was going to so, say that. I think, Aaron, I think one year you got a, a brass soap holder that was used that was in the shape of a bat, small bathtub, um, like a clawfoot tub. Uh I got this year from Aunt Kay's store. <laughs> They're not I, I making this up, by the way. I'm not. I want to say it was vintage, 1987, maybe. Maybe 88. It was one of those little football games that had, like, the double-sided thing with the little buttons on it and the oh. little black and white screen in the middle with, like, the, uh, you know, you just move the little the pixelated little, the little thing dots, around. The little LED lights. The dots lights. that kind of light up. and It's like one of the old digital watches. Like, you know, one thing lights up and the other one goes out. That kind of thing. Oh, man. You never can quite figure out what you're doing. And, it, and I opened it. It took, like, four AA batteries. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't figure it out. I, I was like, what is this? So then I just got out my, my iPhone and played something on that instead. But it was... <laughs> It was a thought that counts, and I thought it was kind of fitting. You know, it was on case store. So Pat, that was all like the big hotness. I remember those games. It's like, dude. What does that have to do on. with the Redskins? Oh, he I was just made... talking about old school, like Super Nintendo and Super stuff. Nintendo. I just wanted to point that out. You know, it's a football on game. On case store. On case store. So we'll keep you guys apprised of what, what we get <laughs> from on case store in the future. John, have you ever gotten anything from on case store? I think I did a few years ago. I think I did in the early. Uh, Double zeros, if I remember. Probably like correctly. a candle or some potpourri that was like thirty years old or something. I I, I think I remember your mom calling and be like, "Come on by, I've got something <laughs> for you." John's thinking, "Sweet," and he shows up and it's like, you know, some used manicure set, <laughs> some nose hair trimmer. In any event, (laughs) fantastic episode number 282, by the way, 282 episodes of Harry Hog Football is brought to you by our benevolent sponsor, longtime benevolent sponsor, David Lee Legal Services. Yes, and and uh, and thanks to Aunt Kay's store, we did not get that in in the first five minutes of this podcast, so we apologize, (laughs) David Lee. Thank you, David Lee. Also, David Lee, this is some interesting news, man. This is interesting. Yeah. David Do we want to Lee. put it out there at this point? Do we want to put it out there? Why yeah, not? yeah, yeah. Let's go okay, ahead and put it right. out there. All right, okay. All David right. Lee, unbeknownst to us until a giant package arrived at John's ex-ghetto house. Heavy package. Luckily, like twenty four point nine pounds. Luckily, that's why no one. That's why none of the crackheads ran off with it. I'm surprised they didn't try to, you know, sell it for scrap or something. I'm surprised they didn't try to. I just want to point out that that's smoke it. Before we talk about what this is, I want to point out that that's heavier than the Lombardi Trophy. Go ahead. Oh, nice. See, I like what you did there. I see where you're going with that. All right. Well, let us just say that David Lee has provided. For Harry Hog Football Fantasy Football League, the David Lee Trophy. 
the David Lee, it is officially the David Lee Legal Services Award, Harry Hog Football, Fantasy Football League. Um, master trophy. This is this is going to be the trophy that we put uh, a plaque on every year for the Harry Hog Football Fantasy Football League, HHFFFL. Um, it's going to have a plaque on there every year from the team that wins. This past year, it would happen to be Staten Island Ferries, otherwise known as Aaron. Yep. Yep. And I plan on winning next year too. But anyway, That's not going to happen every year. How much does it? How much did it weigh? It weighs 24.9 pounds, I believe is how much. That's, that's more than three Lombardi trophies. Anyway, each, this, of the, this, each of those weighs seven pounds. This trophy Son, is anyway, sweet. Anyway, sure. it's fat. It's like 11 by 11 by how tall was it, Aaron? Like 15? I don't know. You have it. <clears throat> you have it. <laughs> I looked at it online. Where did you get that? I've had it. All right, guys. Think like the Heisman Trophy, like with the leather helmet, and, <laughs> and it looks like that same style of uh, sculpt, sculpting. <laughs> But then it's basically a dude sitting in a recliner with a beer and a remote, and he's got a but he's got an old school leather helmet on with no face mask, and he's got like a gut sticking out from under his uh his shirt, like sticking out like the shirt is pulled up, his gut sticking out while he's kicking back on the lazy boy, and then the right hand is a beer or a a beverage in a can, and then the left hand is a remote control. I keep I keep looking over my shoulder and looking at it because it's up here on the shelf here at Harry Hogg Studios East. So basically, if you win the league, you get your name on the plaque right under mine. <laughs> immortalized on the plaque. So that's something yes. to play for next year. Yep, yep. And 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 the winner's going to get like a little trophy or something that we're going to send as well. Uh, we're still uh, sussing yes. out right now. And we're, we're also going to, because of this, create a page on the website that's going to have you know, photos of this trophy and perhaps some other images and things like that. So, uh, you know, be prepared to be enshrined is all we right. have to say. So it's a bit like the Stanley <laughs> Cup, but you don't get to take it with you. It does. It's going to live at Harry Hog Football because there's, there's, there's two. We might occasionally why. take it to bars and stuff so people can kiss it. Maybe to a game. We may be take it to a game or something and hold it above our heads. And, and there's a few reasons <laughs> why we're not going to ship it around to the winner. One. Same. And the main reason, the thing is so cool that we would never get it back. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> dude, dude, weenies unite. We need our damn trophy back. It's already next season. <laughs> oh, I'll get it to you next week. I swear I'm getting ready to put it in the mail. Yeah, dude, whatever. And two, it would cost so much to ship because it's like 25 pounds. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like it the is UPS sweet. had a hard time with it. Thanks, yeah, David. I, I, I took a picture sweet. a little while ago. Uh, I took some earlier and sent them to, to the guys since it's here at uh, Studio East. But uh, I took a, a better picture of it a little while ago, and we're going to put that up on the website tonight so people can get a good look at it. It's yeah. fantastic. And unbeknownst to us, we had no idea it was coming. So when I got the box, first I was like, crap, this is heavy. What the hell's in here? <laughs> That's what I we're thought talking. Perhaps about. it was going to be, you know, more boxes of cake. David Lee has outdone himself. First, there was the <laughs> the, the Dallas sucks flag. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. Then there was the uh, you know sponsorships over the last few. Years. He continues to, right. continues to sponsor sponsor us every year, and and now we've got this awesome trophy. David Lee, you need to meet up with us for a game next year so we can tailgate. Something. We'll bring we the gotta, trophy. We gotta figure something out. We're thinking about going to the game down in New Orleans. That would be a fun one. 
Yeah, That's come, come on down to, to New Orleans. Let's let's do it. That'd there is a awesome. very strong possibility that Harry Hog football will be there. Let's not, no, let's let's not do it, but let's meet up there. <laughs> John will John will flash you, everybody on Bourbon Street for beads. I can't wait. No, I can't wait. <laughs> It'll no, be like that, that commercial. The dude. commercial. That would yeah. be the second unmanned. Dude, how'd you get yours? Well, no, that, yeah, but that's, there's no way that's me because number one, I wouldn't flash my uh, man boobs, and number two, um, I wouldn't drink that crappy beer. Either <laughs> one of them. That commercial. Yeah, but you know everybody wants to see your third nipple. <laughs> oh yeah, man, the third nipple. That, what, that's not. It's around nip- here somewhere. I'm looking it's around. His, it's not his nipple, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Bye, more about man. that as we get closer to the season. More about the New Orleans trip and John's third nipple as we get closer to the season. Anyway, so where were we? Let's see, dudes. If you guys weren't paying attention, the New York Nats won the NFL Championship Bowl. I got to say, I would rather have seen the Giants win than those stinking Patriots. Oh, you fell into the trap, Josh. You did the same thing I did on that Sunday morning, Aaron. What? What? Oh, what you're talking about when I when I try to give John a little test to see if he was a true. He Reds totally trapped me. He trapped me on it. He got me good. I, I said, like, I said, John, <laughs> who do you, who are you rooting for in the not so Super Bowl today? And he wrote. What'd you write? I guess the I Giants. Said, I said the Nats, I guess. And then I wrote wrong. Okay. And, then and wrote, as soon as, and he just sent wrong. And that was the wrong. whole text. And I read that and I was like, what? And I went, wrong. and after like a few seconds, it hit me. And I was like, oh, crap. And I was like, according to Redskins legend and uh, whatever I said, some, yeah. some old crappy t-shirt from the 1980s. I root for two teams. The Redskins and whoever's playing the Cowboys. the Cowboys. Being that neither of those teams are playing today. <laughs> David Lee, you can check the legal statute of this. Being that neither <laughs> team is playing today, you are not rooting for any team. You're not rooting for any team to win. Correct answer. So, so the correct answer was, I guess I want the Giants to lose less. Yep. Oh, than the Patriots. No, no, no. Mine was an af- after-the-fact comment, which was, hmm. I would much rather have seen the Giants win, which they did, than see the Patriots win. That's all I said. It just sounds wrong, though. I, I, I know it's semantics, and, and I guess <laughs> technically you could be correct, but it just sounds wrong. Plus, we Saying sw- I want win. And, sw- yeah, Aaron, go ahead and say it. I know it's been beat to the ground. We swept those bastards. <laughs> Dude, eat, eat giant pants. We swept Out. them like Sputnik. Uh, we swept though, though, you know, look, after the Super Bowl, don't you think it was a bit rude for uh, the Patriots to just kind of go like, you know, crying into the locker room? They didn't even come out for any interviews. Not even the old coach. coach, old coach cutoff shirt. And uh, <laughs> I know they're like, we're just going to have to go to the new whatever is replacing American Idol show because Coach Milicek's <laughs> not coming out of the locker room. He won't come out and talk to us. It's like really? Yeah. He's too upset. Are, are you surprised? He was I probably had a, I thought they had an obligation like in their contract to come out and talk to the networks. Oh, I'm sure thought, they got fined for it, but who cares? 
Who cares? They're well, always I'm, like, I'm here with the losing coach. Hard loss coach. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it I mean, you know, you got to cut like them I'm, a little a little slack, I guess. There was the whole thing, you know, that, that made you all teary-eyed about, uh, you know, why they were, who they were dedicating this season to and yada, yada, yada. Right, yeah, and that was a big deal. So, you know, if they just wanted to go and have some quiet time, all right, I'll give them that. But I, I personally, I think that we have too much media intrusion into places like locker rooms. I don't think there should be any media in the locker room at all, except for very special occasions. I guess the Super Bowl would count. But in general, I think it's too much. And expecting the losing coaches to come out and players to come out and do interviews and stuff like that, I think it's kind of dumb. I don't they got to come out at some point. They should have just cut away from American Idol when they did come out. Well, what yeah, do you want to hear him come say? Out and like, exactly. It's like, just like Aaron said, tough loss, coach. Yeah, what do you sucked. think you could have done better? Well, I think we could have won. <laughs> yeah, just shut you up. Know, it, it, the questions are always dumb. Right so it's like watching the Redskins postgame 13 times this year or 11 <laughs> times this year. And it was all everyone saying the same thing. Sexy Rexy sounded like a dumbass. All Mr. Oh, but we're, but we're positive. Blah, 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 blah. Um, a couple of the rookies who had good games coming over and being like, oh, hey, I know we lost. I, I, I you know, how do you feel about your hundred, first hundred yard game? Well, I wish we had won the game instead, you know, blah, blah, blah. Okay, great. They all say the same things. Never... Same thing all the time. And I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I think there's, there's, it's just too many interviews. It's too much. You guys much. sucked. What do you have to say about it? I know. It's like, if you're going to make it real, just have the reporters say that. Be like, man, you guys suck tonight. If you're going to inter- make, make them interview, you might as well ask them real questions. Be like, dude, what was up with, you know, Stefan Heyer on that block he missed? Did he, I mean, does he just suck or what? Yeah, that would be a great play? question. He plays he's for the, the Raiders, Raiders, dude. He's on He's on the Raiders. He had a completion uh, right. this year. Remember? In the preseason game, so it's not really. Oh, tough. right on, right on. I remember Doesn't that. Count. He got. He sure enough did. I, I think they just didn't re-sign him. Whatever. Same thing. <clears throat> um. All right, let me <laughs> yeah, see Yeah, we here. beat them twice. Seriously. Yeah, Seriously. we beat those scrubs bad two times. I mean, we beat them by like two scores each time we played them. And, and so, I mean, it's not like we just beat them once. We beat them twice. So by... We were the last team to beat them. Technically, by that rationale, we are twice as good as the NFL Championship Bowl champions for this past season. Technically, but I would much rather have lost both games to them and won the Super Bowl. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I oh, would trade the way, that in every By the time. way, the bowl is only called the Super Bowl. It ain't, it's only super when, Aaron? When the Redskins win it. Exactly. Which is why mm-hmm. I said I'd much rather lost to them and won the Super Bowl, hence us mm-hmm. being in it. Absolutely. We're very, we're very big. It's, it's not the Super Bowl unless the Redskins are in it. We're big on semantics around here. David Lee, our benevolent sponsor, helps us out with this legal ease that we have to throw around on the podcast. <laughs> We make sure we make sure that he approves it. The semantics. <laughs> okay, not really, but he's there to help us out just in case if we need it. And if Here we ever Harry get Hogs in trouble football. with the law, he's there for us. That's right. For a and small you can, fee. Like, you can see a link on his on our website, HarryHogFootball.com. That's right. And if you would like to contact one of us from these awesome podcasts that you're listening to, all the way through 282 episodes. You can uh, email us at redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com or just one of our names, Aaron or Josh or John, 
or call us on the hog line and leave a message. That's one seven seven Harry Hog. Uh, 774-277-9464. Go straight to voicemail. If you want to call and bitch or call and tell us we suck, be like, why do you guys suck? Like, give us real questions instead of, you know, the cake questions that all these interviews do, especially with the losing team like us all the time. Feel free. Or you can call and just get on there and be like, yellow cake, yellow cake. Click. Hey, we did get a call from Will in Maryland. It was basically saying what we're saying now. We yeah. beat the Giants twice. Uh, the fifth Beatle. There's nothing going on. I don't blame you for not having a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll be waiting don't for the next. have a hiatus like this until like May. Yeah. Or June. But it was just one of those things. I mean, Aaron, you know, we were all busy. People were doing stuff. I went to and Disney we're all World very again. Sad. Aaron was it's at the Mouse House. We talking went, to yeah. trash cans, talking to talking trash cans. We, uh, let me see. I had a class for the new pups that we have. I had to take them to obedience school. I had my own class on Wednesday nights. Josh has a class on. Aaron has obedience school for himself on Wednesday nights. <laughs> what is? <laughs> Josh has some kind of class on Tuesday nights. I think. No Thursday. Thursday nights. Thursday nights. Yes. What are you taking, Josh? Revit, Revit architecture. Revit up, Revit up. Yes. Interesting. Uh, you guys out there are listening and you know what Revit architecture is, feel free to uh, send me an email. At Josh at HarryHogFootball.com. Oh, speaking of, congratulations to Josh. He's kind of famous. His, his uh, commercial is featured on, what, iTunes. Oh, no, on Apple's website. Apple's website. So if you guys yeah. want to check that out, just... Uh, how do they find it, Josh? Yeah, how do you they go find to, it, Josh? You go to apple.com, and you click on the tab that says iPad, and you scroll down the page where it says iPad in business, and we'll be the featured article at the top, and you can read more, and there's like a three-minute video on us, too. Feel free to check it out. Yeah. It Sweet. says Theater Theater Consultants Collaborative. And it looks all like professional and stuff, like everything else on Apple's website. <laughs> <laughs> And clean and crisp. Clean and sharp. And, and jo- Josh looks all like hip and modern in his work environment. Um, <laughs> with, with glasses. And Did stuff. they give you those glasses to wear? Or are those yours? Those are my glasses, dude. Yeah. I've worn them for years. I just thought they would be like. Or too much. Yes, they gave dude, me dude, Apple standard issue glasses. Dude, these glasses are more kind of half geek, these half more, metro cool. Put these on. <laughs> these are more, these are more <laughs> Apple esque. These While you're are, at it, put on a black turtleneck. These are made in Cupertino, Florida, or California. Yeah. Cupertino. I tried to get in a shot event. in there of me, like, um, you know, with Harry Hog football opening uh, uh, on the uh, web uh, browser on the iPad when they shot this thing, but they it, wouldn't let me do it. Cut. I had to keep, I had to show apps and stuff. Dude, now that you're in with those guys, get them to do an expose on how Harry Hog football uses the iPad in recording. The original Redskins fan podcast. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll Speaking stick of the Redskins. on our website if you want to see it. Sure. Speaking of the Redskins. Speaking of the Redskins, since this is a Redskins podcast, let's talk about the roster moves, dudes. How about those roster moves, John? Um. Oh, I'm glad you asked, Josh. I, uh, I've got a, actually. Oh, sorry, I've got an injury to report when we get to that. Go ahead. That's cool. When we get to the injury report. Are you finished? Yeah, I'm finished. <laughs> <laughs> Are you finished? 
Um, there are no roster moves. There is a coaching roster move, though. <laughs> we hired another ex-wide receiver to be the wide receiver's coach. Giant. Former Giant, I guess because they won. Because the they won. Bowl. I mean, I'm yeah. sorry, the NFL Championship Bowl. Um, <laughs> um, Ike Hilliard, who I thought was still playing for someone like Cleveland or something like that. He's now maybe just Cleveland! retired. <laughs> I thought he was the president back in like the 50s or something. Ike Hilly. <laughs> we like Ike. <laughs> now he's the first baseman for the Mets. Isn't Ike Hilliard um, like a short wide receiver? Or am I... Even all of our rivers are on fire. I don't know, but our wide receivers are kind of sucking. I, well, dude... Then again, so is the whole offense, so what, what do you want? I don't know so, how much... Yeah, I mean, they're coming along. I think that uh, what's-his-face, Mickey Mouse was starting to come along before he got injured. Yeah, I thought Keenan McCardell took kind of a, a hit for that. Steven Jackson did, too, with the safeties. It's like, yeah, the positions weren't going all that well, but I don't know if you can really blame the coaches for the injuries and the fact that we like don't have any star receivers whatsoever. You know, We've got Santana Moss, who's on the down of his career. He's not done. I'm not dissing on Moss, but, I mean, he's a, he's a number two or a number three at this point. We need num- number one receiver. We don't have it. Isn't Larry Fitzgerald a uh, free agent? Oh, my God. If we got Larry Fitzgerald, I would just be so pumped. <laughs> all right, all right. That would be awesome. We uh, can talk about this stuff all off season. Let's see. Is it time to will. move to the injury report? What's the injury? I don't know what you're talking about. There I got no something injury. on the injury report. All right. Jarvis Jenkins is no longer on the IR. <laughs> <laughs> As the season's officially over, did off season yeah. officially begin yet, or is it? Cause yes, it, okay. the off season has officially begun. Sweet, for reals, for real. But anyway, let 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 Josh do the injury report. That that's his segment. Can we fire Kyle? All right, go ahead, <laughs> Kyle. Well, is there anything else on the injury report, Josh? Nope. He's not the best color commentator in the league. <laughs> I keep it I keep it short and simple when there's nothing else to say. That's what the answer said. is the answer is no. <laughs> All right, it's, well, it's Aaron, like you wanted the, to talk about Leron Landry though. It's like a Luton. Yeah. Like Dude, Luton. you didn't read the article and I read it like a week ago so I don't remember all the details and I don't want to be spreading some BR because, because it was it on BR. BR. <laughs> it was basically Leron Landry Someone interviewed Leron Landry, supposedly, and he was talking about his side of this whole not doing surgery thing. And then he's seen all these, um, got second and third opinions about doing that. What is it? The platelet? The um, platelet enrichment therapy? therapy? Right. Apparently he had done that on his shoulder rather than doing surgery, and it had worked for him on his shoulder. Mm -hmm. So he wanted to try it on... His ankle or his Achilles tendons in the same way because apparently if he would go under the knife, then he'd be out for a year and a half and still might not be back. Well, that's what he said. That's what he said. Or that's what the BR report said. Anyway, it was his side of the story and it actually sounded kind of convincing and he's willing to pay for this treatment himself and he said he wants to do whatever he can to get back in time to play for the Redskins this season. So yeah. It wasn't like, screw the Redskins for not paying. I'm going somewhere else to play. It was more like, hey, I 
it's it was like he was saying i'm so what's the word <sighs> that he believes in this other treatment so much so that he would rather pay for it themselves than have the team pay for it i think he has an aversion to the knife and i actually did a little research on this the problem with his achilles is he's got bone spurs there in the back of his ankle Uh want to get those shaved off and he needs to get them shaved off because (laughs) they keep shredding his achilles and that's why his achilles keeps going bad and it doesn't matter how much damn plasma enrichment crap you get done those damn bone spurs are still going to shred your achilles i didn't read that I read Somebody that. tell him like Laurent, you got to get some of these the things. You got to get this uh, plasma enrichment, and then he like bought into it. Is that how I that think works, he's or? afraid of get going under the knife? I think he's got an aversion to it. I don't think he's. I don't think he's a very bright man. But I've I've said that a lot. Whoa, just, wait a just minute. Get a Seriously, is, are you going on the record saying that, John? He I listens to our show, dude. That. I wouldn't go on the record saying that with the incredible Hulkness that the, he's got. The Burgundy Hulk is going to be at my door tomorrow. Dude. Oh, that was another. I'm I'm gonna say it the same thing to him. Be like, dude, if you've got bone spurs shredding your Achilles, what the hell do you think enriching your blood is gonna do to fix that? Dude. You got to get those shaved off. Get go in there, cut it open, go in there, shave them off, and then come back because your Achilles looks like a piece. It's it's shredded. Tell Again, him to come here, man, I'll, I'll dig it out with a needle and a pair of tweezers. Dude, that's Dude, right. I, I think he's an idiot for not getting it done. I thought he was an idiot for not getting it done last off season. All right. Well, that's and that's that. Yeah, that's my official line on it. Well, that's the other thing that he was addressing in this supposed BR interview is that people were saying that he showed up looking like a linebacker instead of a safety. So he was defending himself about putting on weight because he was moving from free to strong and all that. I don't have a problem with that as long as he can play the position. I don't either. Adam Archuleta. Um, <laughs> if you can play, that's cool, David Boston. Just try not to work out too much while you're sitting there <laughs> injecting yourself with plas- enriched plasma to fix bone spurs. Tom Idiot. Jackson. <laughs> Tom Jackson. Can't wait. Can't wait to not re-sign him. Anyway, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll give our two cents. but about the halftime show, and uh, I'm sure you guys have heard the Super BR floating around by every news source in the agency. We'll maybe comment just briefly on that, because we don't want to buy into that crap. Good Lord, already getting sick of hearing about it. All right, we'll talk to you when we come back on the other side of break. Plasma. You're listening to to Plasma TV. Football. Please hang up and try again. Is someone you love in trouble with the law? Maybe your child or grandchild has been charged with a simple traffic offense, a DUI, or reckless driving, or a simple misdemeanor, assault, shoplifting, or indecent exposure. Perhaps it's a much more serious felony, murder, drug possession, or distribution, or even a third offense, DUI. Charges like these often leave you asking questions. Who do you turn to for help, and what happens next? The fact is, every case is different, and many require tough choices. Every case is different. To best guide you to the best possible place, you need a seasoned professional. Consider David Lee. He's been practicing criminal and traffic law in the state of Virginia for over a decade, and has handled thousands of cases for thousands of clients. David Lee is based in southeastern Virginia, But for the right price, he's ready to travel to any corner of the state, including Ashburn. 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 
So if you or someone you love is in trouble with the law, call David Lee today at 757-259-9377. That's 757-259-9377. Yo, 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 yo. You guys back? Yo, 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 We're back. Yo, sorry, I was late coming back. I was draining some enriched plasma. Yo, did you guys happen to see that half halftime show at the Not So? Um... I saw, I think, 55 seconds of it. I saw, uh, I think, about 25 to 30 seconds of the beginning and made a disparaging comment and hit mute and left the room. And I came back in at the very end and said, oh, it's still on? Oh, that lighting's kind of cool. And I watched the whole over. thing. I knew Josh I watched, watched the whole thing. What was up with the gladiators? I watched the whole thing, dude. I knew you did. The whole so football what your... game or the whole halftime show? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the projections and stuff. The crickets there. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What, the answer took a second to come out there. Josh, Dude, it, was, it Josh, was pretty awesome, honestly. Josh can explain all the technology that's gone in, that went into yeah, yeah. the because, hippo Because pig that's what I do. <laughs> that's what he, that's what he do, yo. Well, what I like I said, the lighting I saw at the very end that was in the uh, in the walkways looked really cool. Josh, can you extrapolate on that? Yeah, they used a uh, basically it was a LED video panel essentially. Essentially, nice. It they was feed sweet. it. They feed it with a with a media server, and it's almost like feeding a projector a projector with uh, media and images and video and. Uh, it, you know, comes out in these panels and they put these things together. I was just amazed. I mean, I thought it was a really well done production. Aside from Madonna <laughs> looking a little bit saggy, I thought she was going to come in and do. Um, she had a spotter. She had a spotter, dude. <laughs> she, she didn't, she she had didn't a look nurse. too bad. I thought she was going to come sliding in and do like a Bruce Springsteen right to the camera. You know, we'll like the crotch slide. Right, vogue, vogue. but I think they cut that. Let your it, body move to the music. It wasn't. It wasn't too safe, so they cut it. What was up but, with the dude that was jumping on that rope? That was like freaking me out. I thought he was gonna. He must have been wearing a cup, don't you think? <laughs> I don't know what he was like. He was like sitting there looking at Madonna on a tightrope, and he starts jumping on the rope like up and down and doing flips and stuff. Like, like as a tightrope walker. Yeah, but he was just like jumping on the rope and it was all bouncy. It was like not a tight he rope. He stayed it was, on it? It was kind of like a loose rope. It was all huh. like elastic, like a rubber <laughs> band or something. But he stayed on it. He didn't like on jump on the ground. Yeah, but it was just odd because she had all these gladiators and then she had some dude jumping on a rope. Yeah, well, you said odd in Madonna, so yeah, yeah there that, you go. That was kind of freaky, honestly. I, I, I couldn't take it, especially after the first half of that game was so boring. Um I do. We did get a couple of uh, tweets back at us because I made some comment about it on our Twitter account, uh, which is Harry Hog, by the way. Um, St. Dave tweeted back and said, it's like watching the old mad or the local mad old woman run around in her pants and bra. I think he meant panties. 
I think you meant panties and bra because it is Madonna. I think you did. Yeah. I think you meant panties too. I, I think it's like was... watching the local old mad woman run around, run around yeah. in her, in it, her panties. Did, was it and, me or did it kind of look like when she was doing her performance that kind of like when um, she was too old? We've all it. been in the theater and stuff. You know when dancers are like doing their spot, like their before they actually go to the show, they'll come walk through it like at half speed and stuff. Yeah, it yeah. kind of seemed like that. Like she was just kind of doing half speed or something. That's what she looked like at the beginning, and she and did. I was watching it going. She, she looks like some some high school dancer chick, except yeah. really old. Like and and when we get to this going part, we're gonna speed. do like, this. Do spot me here, and we're gonna do this, and spot me here, and then we're gonna do this, and then some <laughs> crazy guy's gonna jump on the rope. <laughs> she so did. She looked like she was out. like totally, um, uh, you know, doing it half doing speed pace, or three quarter speed pacing or something. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Anyway, she looked like she was going three quarter speed for the little bit I saw. And right. I was like, I can't take this. I, so I, I did what Defeat Rex tweeted. He said, just turn the sound down and headed for vodka. <laughs> and that's pretty much what I did, except it was beer. I did find it odd that my niece was sitting there. She's, um, what, 17, 18. And she, yep. she was like, I've never heard this song before. And it was like, you know. How can you get away from not hearing these Madonna songs when we were growing up? Because they have their own Madonna now. It's called she's called Lady Gaga. Well, I was like, she was like, I never heard they didn't have this when I was little, and I was like, well, they didn't have Elvis Presley when I was young either, but I heard his songs. Yeah, well, I mean, anyway, when was the last? Yeah, yeah, I see your point. I mean, not to compare the two or anything, but yeah, point point taken. Um. She did have many, many, many hits over a number of years. She wasn't like a two or three hit or a year wonder or anything. But yeah, she she just she just needs to not do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Please. Anyway, uh, what did you guys think yes. about the game in general? I thought it was pretty boring. I thought it was pretty boring too. I thought it, I thought it was quite boring. I thought. I thought it, the best thing about it was Tom Brady getting called for intentional grounding at the beginning. Oh, yeah. I was like, it was nice. The referees caught it and actually called him. I was surprised it. they actually called it, though. I was, too. I didn't think they would. And they were like, yep, we're calling that. Not that it came down to that at the end. Although, yeah. like, for the first half, every time the, the uh, Giants had the ball... Or even more than the first half, a couple dudes that were over my house, they kept going, they need to go for two. They need to go for two. And I'm just like, please. Okay. They need to go for two. <laughs> just stop. Please. Let's let's discuss the whole thing that happened at the end. Where the Patriots right to give up and let Brandon Jake or uh, Ahmad Bradshaw score that uh-huh. touchdown. Was that the correct call um, at that point of the game with no timeouts left? Yes. Definitely. Josh, um, I was after Madonna was say, done, dude. I would say, you think that they were? I don't know. I was back and forth. I was. My gut says no. Don't let them score. No, I That's would have let them score. I would have let them yeah. score. You think? You I, in fact, I've said that in, in situation in games before, and no one ever does it. I, th- I I I remember. I cannot remember the game, but I've seen it done once before in the NFL. And I've never it seen it work. I can't remember. I've never seen it, it work, but when you have a quarterback like Tom Brady. He had no timeouts. He would have had like 13 or 11 seconds after the kickoff. He would have had like 11 or 13 seconds with no timeouts to get him in field goal range. You know? He had more than 13 seconds. 
No, once the clock was run down and everything. You mean if they... If they had would, not scored there, if they had stopped him and, and kept going. Like I know, if that's they had what I'm saying. stopped him on that plan. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, so I agree. I thought they, they had to let him score. Yeah, and I thought the uh, Mod Bradshaw, I think it was, I was like, what is he doing? Uh huh. You, you, I remember Aaron texted me that, and I was like, I think his momentum carried him over. He was so surprised no one touched him. I think he was confused, like, uh, but it's a touchdown. Well, people were saying that that when he got the ball from Eli, Eli yelled at him, "Don't score!" Like he, uh, Eli Manning actually said that in multiple interviews. He was like, "Don't score!" And he's like, "Huh? What? What?" And then realizes no one's hitting him, and then he's like, "Oh crap!" And then just kind of fell in. But at the same time, from the Giants, you know, side of it, you were losing, so there was a chance you could miss a field goal, it could get blocked, and he yeah, was but, wide open right at the goal line to put him in ahead. You, yeah, 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 I mean, but. But, dude, I mean, if you look at the end of that game, that Hail Mary, that was a well-thrown Hail Mary. That could have been caught. Man, yeah, that was a good thrown ball or a yeah, well-thrown ball. it could have been, but there's still, like, four Giants there. Yeah, I mean, it was close. It, it was very, very close to being uh, – It could that one was a, was a Hail Mary. I mean, it was put in the right place. It could have gone either way. It was just all about guys and their positioning. The, all right, the more that I'm thinking about it from the Giants' standpoint – you never want to take points off the board, and they were losing at that point. So they, they should have. From Amon Bradshaw, he's standing one foot away from the goal line. He If he would have downed it, he would have been taking points off the board. That's true. So the Patriots, so so I, are we saying, my opinion, the Patriots were right to let him score it and get the ball with as much time as possible. And the Giants were right to score it, I think. The Giants were right to go especially, ahead and score. Especially the way their defense was playing against the Patriots all game. They needed a touchdown. The Patriots needed a touchdown. They had no timeouts. I'll take that yeah. any day with less than a minute. Yeah, and I don't I've care seen... if it's Tom Brady for that. Now in Go others, for it. Ron Gronkowski was worthless at that point. Yeah, and in other situations, I have to say, like you've been in those games with the Redskins where you know, like it would go to overtime, and you just your defense is spent, and they're not going to stop them, and you're like, mm-hmm. our guys can't stop. If it was a game like that, you'd been like, um, you know. Let's down it and kick the field goal because we're not going to be able to stop Tom Brady and the Patriots with a right. Left. Our defense is done. We can't do it. So yeah. in this situation, yeah, I think both teams were right. Whatever. Yeah, can't fault someone for scoring a touchdown. I know, right? It's like when you get to that, you get to that point. It's like, how are you going to not run in there? I know Westbrook did that with the Eagles a couple years ago in a game to extend the clock, but they were already winning that game. Not in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and it was not the Super Bowl. Or the not so. Yeah, the NFL Championship Bowl. Um, so anyway, I thought I, I wanted to ask you guys about that one because I know that was that's been a point of contention with some people that just don't get the rationale behind it, but it made sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, I go with that. <laughs> Josh is just like whatever. Guy, I'm with you. I'm with you if you say so. Josh is Dude. still thinking about Madonna from the halftime. <laughs> I'm thinking about if she would have done that slide. I'm <laughs> right just wondering, like, would it, would there have been another, uh, you know, wardrobe malfunction situation? <laughs> <laughs> Oily and wiry. All right. Oh my. Oh my. No. All right. Dudes, um, do we? I we need to go ahead and do our uh, our game balls. I guess our game balls first for the season. Or right. do we want to do games and kicks for the are, season? For are offense? we doing that today? Are we really doing that today? Let's save it for next time. Let's save it. Let's we save it for next week. We yeah. got time. All we're going to be talking. I'm still wallowing. About. I'm still wallowing in my beer. 
you know, from this season. Let's just save it a week. I'm still longer. wallowing in the uh, tears the in fact, my beard. The fact that we beat the Giants twice and then they won twice. the championship game. Dang, man, that it makes just, me want to drink right now. Do you consider that a slap in the face, or do you see it as a point to like be able to defend yourself against the Giants fans? I think, I think at least we can say. It gives us something to say because we damn lost, got swept by everybody else. Mm-hmm. Give something for Brandon Banks to talk about. Apparently, he's been saying that on Twitter and stuff. Yeah, and other guys too. Uh, basically, I don't talk much football at all with people right now, just because the Redskins are so terrible. <laughs> yeah, uh, you wear, you know, it. you wear your shirt when you go out. You got your Redskins shirt or a jersey on or something like that, and and people start engaging you in conversation that aren't Redskins fans, and you're just like, uh huh, yeah. Anyway, Tottenham's playing tomorrow live. <laughs> anyway, now 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 They're we're into well. the winter, major winter time. It's it's more focus on football, but we won't talk about that much on here. Football, football. Uh, okay, so uh, let me see. Uh, so we're going to skip that. Let's go ahead on to the tweet of the week, John. To dare us to do. Oh, um, right. To dare the tweet of the week. Um, to dare for us two to weeks. Do. To dare. <laughs> to dare us to do. <laughs> all right go ahead um the tweet of the week is from josh allen Woo-hoo. josh josh wait 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 before you do this Ma- yes. david lee please consider doing a tweet of the, of the week trophy go ahead <laughs> if you do it you need to have it in the shape of bill cowers because <laughs> <laughs> apparently and josh sent pictures um which i'm sure he was completely uh was it quivering uh, the chin was quivering <laughs> He sent pictures that he took. He was at a restaurant called Zesty's in Zest. Raleigh. Oh, I'm sorry, Zest. Zest, like the soap in Zest. Raleigh. Not and like, not like Bill the crackers. Cower, apparently Bill Cower is a regular there. And he tweeted us and was like, dude, Bill Cower is like two tables away from me eating. And I know I tweeted back and I was just like, yeah, whatever. And suddenly these pictures start showing up. And one is of him <laughs> like like he just took a spoonful of soup and he's got his mouth like his jaw is all like extra long with his mouth shut. Like he's got it, you know, he's in the middle of eating or swallowing or something. And he's like, just happens to glance up and look at the camera like, is that you taking my picture? <laughs> and Josh is like... <laughs> Josh is being Josh all, is all paparazzi. Like. To I, I gotta say, I gotta say, I thought, I thought he would be a bigger guy. Like he, he looks like big. He was a linebacker. Yeah, but dude, like you know, when he stood up to leave and everything, and I was like, man, I thought he would be a lot bigger than that. Josh was like, and, that's it. <laughs> and, and I think you know, I could, I could see what was going on in his mind. He was thinking, man, I really want to get back into coaching. And when he did notice me sitting over there, he thought this guy could be a star lineman for me. <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure this guy could. Uh, I'm pretty could, sure know. that's not what he was thinking. And then he walked by and he stuck his chin in your soup, and it was all. <laughs> he didn't mean to. It just kind of happened. Just kind of went there. by. I was like, <laughs> yes, I think he was there with his daughter. He was there with a a, a, a young lady. So yeah, and I, be- I believe she does go to NC State or did or she's close to graduating or something. And Josh so. is a stalker of Bill Cowher. Yeah, no? who we wanted as the next coach of the Redskins before Mike. Absolutely. Shanahan. So my tweet. He's you a didn't hard tell- ass like Shanahan is, except he's a cooler hard ass. You didn't actually say what my tweet said. I'm sorry. So the tweet. Yeah, I wanted to build up to it so it would make more sense. Um, but his tweet says, uh, "Quote." Just ran into at Cower CBS. 
I guess that's, that's his Twitter. That's hand. his Twitter handle. Yeah, his Twitter handle. So did he get this tweet by you putting if, that? In I, if he checks it, he saw it. <laughs> he's gonna be like, I didn't run it. He's like, I didn't. He's like, that's that guy who. That's that guy that took my picture. He's probably like, man, that's one of my favorite restaurants. I can't go back there now. Yeah, because that stalker guy, that Redskins dude, that was like glowering at my daughter and taking my picture. I was wearing, by the way, I was wearing my Sammy Ball, 1947 Sammy Ball jersey. Oh. Yes. While we were in there. 37. Yeah, nice. Yes. Solid. All right, let me let me do the whole the whole tweet of the week. Just Here. ran into at Cower CBS having brunch at Zesty's in Raleigh. Thinking Washington is close to home, coach, if you get tired of CBS. <laughs> <laughs> so I wonder with someone like Cower in the chin, it's like, do you rub his chin for good luck when you meet him? Is there like a thing like that? Where do you take his picture? I do don't know, think- but... But if you the were Bill Cowher, cracked me up where he's like leaning over and he just took like a mouthful of soup or something. He's just I, eating. Dude, I and didn't like just it. like hold my phone out and take it. I, like Amy was sitting across the table from me and I was like, Amy, <laughs> pose like I'm taking a picture of you <laughs> at, at, at brunch. And, and then I just kind of, you know, repositioned and kind of snuck it over and didn't and focused on him and zoomed in like over her shoulder. Why so would you perhaps, be taking a picture of Amy while she's eating a salad or whatever? I, I actually – I used my son uh, as a prop too. I had him go around there and act <laughs> like he was posing with her. <laughs> That's probably – he was probably glancing up at it going, why are those people acting so weird in the restaurant? And then he was like, oh, he's taking a picture of me. And he was probably like, oh, <laughs> he's oh, the started Redskins jutting fans. out more and started turning <laughs> red. And then they're like, oh, they're Redskins fans. I feel sorry for them. They're Redskins fans. And he's got that cool throwback jersey. Anyway. But, I, but I wonder, today. not to spend any more time on this tweet, but I wonder if Bill Cower like, reads this, if he thinks, huh, yeah, I could coach the Redskins. God, I hope so. <laughs> He'd be like, I'm not dealing with Dan Snyder. Anyway, yeah. um, here we go. Let's move forward I'm, here. I'm, that's when he's got such a cake job at CBS. He's got a Super Bowl ring. Why would he? Why would he mess up his legacy by going and coaching a team like the Redskins, like Shanahan's doing? I don't know, but BR of the week, dudes. Let's round BR this of the thing week. up. People aren't going to listen to an hour long podcast in the middle of nothing. <laughs> sure they are. They're they're dying for Redskins stuff. Only right Will now, right? in Maryland. O- only like forty <laughs> minutes of it is Redskins stuff. The rest only of Will Bill Cowers chin and and, Will, and you know what Will in Maryland is saying right now for next season. He's like, I can't, can't wait. wait. I can't wait. Mm. BR of the week. Well, we need a phone call from you this week, by the way. It's been a little quiet. He Go called ahead. last week. He called last week. What are you talking uh, about? This he week. Put I your said, chin out your ears. All right. This. BR of the week. RG3 has a 40% chance <laughs> of being the Redskins franchise quarterback. That's nice, <laughs> but. All right. How the hell did they come up with 40%? I'd like how to see did the they make a percentage? Yeah. Where, yeah. where do those calculations exactly. come from? First of all, what is the percentage of him being a franchise quarterback? It must be higher than him being a Redskins franchise quarterback. No, dude, there was another BR of the week that I got to mention too, but go ahead on this one. Yeah, there were tons of them, but the fact uh, there's that there's a bunch of but a percentage, well there's always a bunch of them. But the fact that there was a percentage, a 40% chance, I'm like, where did they arbitrarily come up with 40% from? Well, there's a 60% chance of him being a franchise quarterback. Okay. And then there's slightly less chance that he's going to be a franchise quarterback for the Redskins at 40. So that 
bumps it down to 40. That would be a 33% chance, less chance. Yeah. So anyway, however they figured it out, those BR people are pretty genius over there. They know a lot of about nothing. Can I tell you the one that cracked me up? I almost sent you guys a, uh, a, a message on this. <laughs> it was a BR, and it said, the title was, Five Defensive Studs Washington Redskins Must Target. <laughs> yeah yeah i think that's i think the word stud using the word stud in athletics is needs to go the way of <laughs> specimen specimen taking a blow on the sideline and things of like that <laughs> i think we need to add that to our list and then all right things you must not say think, uh, things, and then there was some things dude, that are not not appropriate in 2012 when talking about athletes and sports there was some dude over at the sporting news saying that he thought the redskins you ready for this should draft with their number six overall pick a nose tackle. Well, That's because he's dumb. <laughs> if he has if he has inside knowledge, and we're getting Peyton Manning, he's going to oh, need some protection. Oh, yeah, you had Josh to bring it brought up. him up. Josh was the first. Yeah, one of us was going to do it eventually before the end of the cast, dude. Sorry. All right, here here's what's happening. But he makes a good point. Can I explain something here with the whole Peyton yeah. Manning phenomenon? Okay, yeah. One, Some random not- BR person said that Peyton Manning had a 99% chance of going to the Redskins. Then some person like Adam Schefter <laughs> with Chris his, Mortensen. Someone said, oh, well, the Redskins are probably a well, good place where the, the you know where Peyton Manning could land. And then some other person was like, did you hear that? The Redskins are going to sign Peyton Manning. And then BR chimes back in. Phone's ringing <laughs> off the hook for the Redskins calling Peyton Manning and this and that. And then it's, it's, it's over the last week and a half, I've noticed the articles coming through on my Google alerts and everything like that. There, uh-huh. It's like snowballing into this thing where it's based on nothing. It's all BR. It's all Bleacher Report BR crap. Dude, it even got so bad that the secretary at our office today Think of our mom, dude. That's kind of how she is. And she's like, you know, in her <laughs> 60s or something. She was like, Aaron, I heard today that Peyton Manning's probably going to the Redskins. How do you feel about that? <laughs> and I was just like, no, he's not going to the Redskins. Who dude, said that? <laughs> our secretary, Joy, is her name. Joy. Oh my, dudes! I said after his first neck surgery over a year ago, he's never going to play again. I stand by that. His career is over. John standing by it. The next year, I stand he's by. Have it. He may get number eighteen jersey. <laughs> yeah, right. Only if it says Andrew Luck on the back or RG three. No, it's not going to say RG three on the back. Not if I buy it. Um, I mean, it's possible Peyton Manning's going to get cut or traded or whatever and go to another team, but I still don't think he's ever going to play again. Well, I don't well, think he will ever be fit enough to play did, again. I agree. Did you with see you. that article today that ESPN put out about Peyton Manning and what his choices would be? Did you see any of that? Did you read any Mm-mm. of that? Uh, uh, no. There, there was this article today, and they were talking about, uh, you know, basically, uh, Peyton Manning and uh, Jim Ursay or whatever the co- whatever the owner's name is from the Colts, yeah. they're going to go to dinner and break bread one more time, and then they're basically going to part ways, and Peyton Manning's going to have a choice just like he had at dinner. It's either going to be steak or flounder. And 
you know, stake for Peyton Manning is a franchise where he can basically run the show, where the coach is going to let him do what he wants to do best and blah, blah, blah. Or Flounder, and, and I quote, because I just pulled this up, Flounder is a franchise where others, be it the coach or the offensive coordinator or Daniel Snyder, will dictate the offense. <laughs> uh, the Redskins' oh, uh. reputation <laughs> precedes us. That's, oh, that's nice. That's funny. Or Daniel um, Snyder. Well, don't forget, and Peyton Manning is owed a $28 million bonus in about four weeks. Um, yep. He's going to be gone. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's going to end up being a little bit ugly. It's already gotten a little bit ugly with him and the owner, who are pretty tight. It's going to get a little ugly, and then in a few years, um, when he's retired and everything, they'll bring him back, and everyone will love him, and they'll all be friends again. Dude, why didn't they put him on the IR? That's a really good question. We talked about that before. We we, we We broached that subject before. We didn't really go in depth into that. Because it's the Colts. We don't need to. We're like an hour into a podcast, a Redskins podcast, talking about a Colt. That might be a Redskin. There's a 40% chance. No, Phone, wait, that's RG3. Phones are ringing off the hook at Redskins <laughs> Park. Oh, my God. So, so all right, right before we go into the hog slop. All right, yes or no, do you want Peyton Manning as the quarterback of the Redskins? No. Aaron. No. Josh. Did you say no, Aaron? I couldn't hear you. I said no. I'll say Gosh. the same thing that I said to Joy Nicholson today. <laughs> I was like, well, he's old and he's got a broken neck. I don't think we want him. <laughs> I'm going <gonna, laughs> to be the neutral party. Personally, I think Manny's got three or four more good years in him. John's getting, Josh is getting the jersey. I'm going to be the neutral party. I'm just going to say I, I think if he came to Washington – there would be some problems with the younger Shanahan and Peyton Manning. Josh already has the Twitter feed, Burgundy and Gold 18. Burgundy and Gold, <laughs> that 18 Manning jersey is going to end up in the closet next to Mr. Nichols. 18 B and G. <laughs> All right, I say absolutely 100% no. Don't want him. Not Don't want the distraction. Don't want anything to do with him. I don't yeah. think there would Retire, be a distraction savior. with Peyton Manning. Can I be radical here? Can I say something radical? Radical? Dude. You ready for it? Go for it. The Colts cut. Let me ask you how you would how you would feel about this, John. The Colts cut Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. Cut. The yes. Redskins sign Peyton Manning, Kyle Orton, as oh, offensive coordinator, and pick up Kyle Orton and fire Kyle Shanahan. John, I mean that Aaron, would be Aaron, sweet. Did we or did we not have that same conversation this past week? We may have, because I've been thinking about that. Because I was in the car, and I said, dude, it would be awesome to get him in, even if it's for a year, and then put him on as offensive coordinator, because he's calling the shots on the field now anyway. He knows how to call a game. Nobody else can quarterback like Peyton Manning does. And I think if he becomes an offensive coordinator, he's never going to find a quarterback that fits his system, and it's not going to work for him. So I say, no, I don't want him as a coach. I don't I think he's going to be a good coach either. You don't. I could see. Nope. I could see him becoming a head coach someday. I could. I couldn't. I do not. I don't think you. I. I could, but I don't think he'd be successful at it. Okay. I. I think. I think he needs to retire and heal up and enjoy getting into the Hall of Fame on the first ballot. 
And he'll be in the Hall of Fame before he's by the time he's forty. And doing Papa John commercials. Doing Papa John's commercials. He needs to stop doing Papa John's commercials. So um you know, by the way, Kyle Orton's free agent. Anyway, we Can need we, to move on. We already this said that we should have signed him. This podcast he needs is to start running doing, long. We need to get he, moving here. It's he an hour start long doing, already. But guys, he could start doing Eastern Motors commercials. That's all I'm saying. All right. Well, Eastern Motors. <laughs> Go Dodge your credit. All right. Well, let's wrap it up right here, dude. Let's save the rest of this for Go next week. Because we're an hour in here. Oh, we need to do the hog slop real quick. Hog slop. Dudes, real quick. Dick Stanfield did not make the Hall of Fame. He only played for seven seasons, three of those with the Redskins. Do you guys think that was he should have made it or should not? Quick answers. Quick, quick. No. 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 I agree, unfortunately. Number two, Chris Samuels joins the Crimson Tide as alma mater as an assistant coach with the O-line. Congratulations. There you go. Number three, Redskins' new practice bubble is up. Are you excited? Are you pumped like the practice bubble? I'm excited until somebody bursts it. Yes. Burst that bubble. That's awesome. They get to play four, inside Marion, like pants. Marion Barry thinks that Daniel Snyder sucks. Join the club. Thank you. Josh, you're you're the what? political one here. What do you think about Marion? <laughs> I don't something. really care what Marion Barry thinks. I I agree. I think he needs to go back and smoke some more crack. <laughs> Shout outs, dudes. Oh, that's your job, Aaron. Um, hold on. Let me get some uh, music going here. Uh, uh, you need music to do shoutouts? Yeah, because it's like our ending music at the same time. Not that anyone's listening. Uh, we're the only ones that talk about it. All right, here we go. Shoutouts, Red Queen 81, Nick the Greek, St. Dave B. PBS. Our friends from high school. What? Oh, yeah. Shout out to uh, Matt Friedman. Congratulations to winning a million dollars on the Doritos commercial. The Doritos commercial with that dog that, like, Passed the note and gave him gave that guy who was Derek Leonidoff, an actor we knew from high school, in the in the commercial. Um, it's the commercial that won a million dollars, done by Matt and Jonathan Friedman. Um, and we know Matt Friedman and Derek Leonidoff from back in the day. And congratulations to them; they won a freaking million dollars for that, y'all. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. And they're yeah. going to sponsor Harry Hog Football. How? I, yeah. I, I I doubt it. And um, a shout-out to Will and Marilyn for calling us in. And, of course, our benevolent sponsor. Long time. Our million-dollar sponsor. sponsor, And the name behind the Lee Award for winning the Harry Hawk Football Fantasy Football League. David Lee. We'll talk to you guys next week. Hail to the Redskins. And if you see a Giants fan or a Cowboys fan. Either way. Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-